Spark is an idea accelerator, connecting the studio to the classroom by and for artists who educate. Brought to you by the Frist. Um, hey, welcome to Spark. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm going to be talking a little bit at the beginning and then maybe at the end. Um, I want to talk just for a second about what Spark is, what we kind of went through last year, and kind of the new vision for season two to come out. Really, all of us that kind of got together and tried to get this thing started were art teachers who were finding a, how do you say this, a void in what is happening in professional development for artists. Um, we wanted to be engaged with the artist part of the artist who teaches instead of the teacher part, um, because we have all sat through some meeting that had nothing to do with us, or was a teaching strategy that really doesn't work in the studio. Um, not in the way that we believe art should work. Um, so most of the stuff that we like want to happen um, should be about driving our passions, finding ideas for each other, and that's why we ended up calling it Spark. Um, one of our jokes when we first started, uh, I got was very adamant about not hearing the word curriculum. Like, like yeah. Um, you won't hear any educational buzzwords, like. This is about artists, and this is about art. Um, it's mostly about community building. So there's room for us to grow by seeing what other people who do what we do um, differently. Maybe not even better, but differently. It, I mean, that's kind of the goal of art, right? Is to talk, have democracy for real, where equality is this thing that we get together and we enjoy. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to Sean. You know, Courtney Adair Johnson for her work as an artist, um, specifically a reuse artist who uh, has made an impact in a number of ways here in Nashville. You, you may know her through her connection with TSU or through her connection with Magruder Family Resource Center or any number of places. Um, but she, uh, you know, I've known her for a few years now and She's always a delight, and I always <laughs> learn something new. So I'll turn it over to you, Courtney, to say thanks, Tom. Say whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like uh, Sean said, I call myself a reuse artist, um, and to me that means I'm really interested in our trash, um, what goes through our hands on a daily basis, and how we can turn it into art or and conversation. Um, so um, that manifests in a lot of different ways. Um, you had mentioned talking about personal practice, and um, that's been really interesting as, um, as you all know, because you'll have a teaching practice, personal practice. I, um, I realized once I started um, thinking more about reuse um, and material that I needed community um, to do that in and to really execute um, my ideas the best way so um, I started looking at social practice artists and um, working um, in community in different ways and then from that um, I did end up in the last year building an artist residency um, and part of the artist residency is about um, activating community um, we are in a um, Family Resource Center. Um, this is actually the residency. It's called MSPAR, Magruder Social Practice Artist Residency. Um, I was going to show you a picture of our building. 
which is beautiful. It's the old John Early. I don't think you can see it all there. Um, over in North Nashville. So I started, um, I don't know if I have any good pictures of it. Um, with, um, I needed studio space and, um, and community. So I started um, working out at the center uh, last uh, June. Um, so that was added to my practice. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, and then you can see I've got a handful of projects. Um, and so that's been pretty um, important. And so I consider the artist residency just to be a project that I'm exploring. Um, and then from there, um, I did land a job at TSU in the art department as the gallery director. So now I'm curating more and trying to figure out um, how to um, curate in a more sustainable fashion. Um, so I am looking for other curators that are out there that are interested in that sort of um, same arena. I haven't necessarily found anyone or really talked about it much, so if y'all know of anyone or have, have similar interest, um, that is something that um, this next year um, I will be exploring. Because right now I've done, a, I got a year under my belt, so my learning curve is down a little bit. Um, but um, those are definitely things that I continue to think about as I'm um, exploring more of my practice. So um, curatorial, um, community work, and then um, a very personal practice, I would say, were my three arenas as an artist. Um, this is my artworks page on my website, and you can sort of see how I um, play with material. Um, and I do enjoy color immensely. This is um, origami trash. I'm always looking in trash cans. What are people throwing away? Um, how do we think about our trash? Um, I'm going to take this rejected origami and I'm going to put it back in these kids' faces. <laughs> um, and so that, that to me is interesting. I worked in an art supply store for a long time, so I did have a plethora of um, art materials that um, would happen from our classes that we had or workshops. Um, this is just a photograph with um, Photoshop over lettering over it um, that I made um, a little over maybe two years ago. Um, it was in a show, and this is um, in Edge Hill. I lived in Edge Hill at the time and was in a show um, based on sort of Edge Hill and the different things going on. Um, so I have started playing around with photographs. Um, that first image on my website. Um, that was do 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 do. That was the building. Um, that is Photoshop. Um, that is actually a print of mine um, that uh, is printed on floral fabric or curtains. It was a curtain, and I printed on top of it, um, and then this color blocking there. Um, so that's playing with building space in um, photography or in Photoshop. Um, I have some more on that sort of genre here. I did this for a show um, that some Watkins graduates were putting together, Jessica Clay and Karina Joyner. Um, and the name of the show was Dream a Reality. And with that um, title, I was thinking about um, public and private space and um, how um, people navigate it and um, are forced to navigate it differently based on their socioeconomic and um, opportunities. 
Um, and so I took pictures of um, spaces that we could go into, um, no question, we could go into a high rise and no one's going to question why we're in that high rise and paired them with known um, homeless uh, sleeping um, spots throughout Nashville and um, just sort of diving into that conversation um, there. Um, I make books. I like to make books because there's lots of paper and material that can easily be manipulated. Um, I like to use my hands. Um, and then you're telling a story. Um, and so a story is really important in my work. Words seem to come out a lot in my work. Um, this is a, originally that yellow piece was um, a um, ribbon, really wide eight inch ribbon. and. Um, I'd scored it from one of our creative reuse centers. We have two in town. If you don't know about them, tap into them. They're awesome, tournament green and um, smart scraps made art. But so I got ribbon, I folded in an accordion and then started writing and manipulating different ways. It has some fun closures you can't see. It sort of folds into a, like a pamphlet style folding um, and I manipulated a, um, frame, clip frames, do you know how clip frames have those metal pieces and then they have string in the back and so I had that left over for something and it, it folds really intricately. This is another one from the dream, a reality. And this is actually, I'm, I'm really glad I got this. This is the, uh, the half of the farmer's market that got torn down. So I was like, oh, I'm so glad I photographed that before it left. Um, that was just some prints. Um, I got to do an artist residency in Fergus Falls, Minnesota in 2015. Um, it's centered around an abandoned state mental hospital, and this is the attic of the hospital. Um, I, came <laughs> I came back from that residency, and that's when I needed the studio space, but it really inspired me um, in um, that anything's possible. You just decide what you want, and you make those movements towards it. Um, I did a show in maybe 2014 at NBA, um, and I had been wanting to do it on a larger scale, but I'd gotten the you know, show at NBA, I knew the um, gallery art teacher there, and um, I wanted to source completely from the campus. And so I um, would go and collect material um, that they had left over in the art department or we even took a class and went and surveyed the dumpsters to see if there was any quality stuff there. Um, this is just a piece I made from that and these are actually the 1997 yearbook um, covers and this was like an emblem that was on these rejected yearbook covers and so I ripped them all off and proceeded to sew them together. And then this is, would be like playing around in Photoshop again. So it's actually one piece photographed and then duplicated. Um, when I was at the artist residency in Fergus Falls, um, part of my project was um, that I was going to get maps from the community on uh, walking paths that they'd want to share um, because exercise, walking can help all of our mental health a little bit. Um, and so I got them to draw maps. We printed them, we, we made them into printing plates with a simple, simple like holograph um, paper. We just build them out of paper and then 
we made them into books and zines. And so this was a zine a community member had made. Some paintings. I don't paint much anymore. I'm more interested in like assemblage. Um, but there's some older paintings. Um, this was, I don't know if any of you um, got to experience Tony uh, Youngblood's um, modular art pods. I know Megan was in the, made an awesome one. This is a picture from mine, which of course was centered around uh, how do we become zero waste or talk about zero waste, um, what goes through your hands. And so I had some of my artwork displayed in my pod that was completely recyclable after um, the event. Some assemblage pieces. Back up to there. So um, this one right here in the middle, that's um, like a mini book. Some assemblage, you can sort of see. I'll take pretty much any material, and I'm especially interested in material that no one else wants. Um, if it's recyclable, you know, let's recycle it, put it back in the, um, the circle. Um, but an art supply, like the, this one's made from a double-sided tape um, backing. So as an artist, we make a lot of waste. And so um, I'm always trying to, I'll take, I, for a while, I'm a little busy now, but I would take commissions where I'd make someone a book or I'd work on something really specific. And those times I might have to like purchase supplies for that commission um, or source them. A lot of times I can source it, I can find them. If I, if I really need something, I can find it. So double-sided tape, you've got that piece that comes off and you're like, it's slippery, what does it do? And th these are actually, these are glue marks for the ones that didn't stick. But these, you know, stuck. Um, I feel really lucky uh, working at an art supply store for the product knowledge I have. So I have a lot of product knowledge and so that makes me not scared to play with materials because I do take into consideration the, um, the acidity levels, um, how things are going to hold up over time. Sometimes I'm okay with um, something being really ephemeric and changing or manipulating over time. Um, other times not so much. Um, but I, I'm, I'm okay with playing around that and I try and teach other artists, you know, you have to take that into consideration, you know, your intent versus non-intent. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for Thank having you. me. That was great. Thank you. Okay. I think that concludes the first meeting of Spark Art Education with the Center for Visual Arts. 2.0. 2.0.